Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to Circa. In this episode, we're introducing you to Disney's Hollywood Studios, which celebrates the magic of movies and TV. We'll set the scene, give you a brief history, and point out all the glitz and glam that deserves a standing ovation. There will be maps, notes, and info on the places mentioned in these guides in the Circa app. So get ready to stroll down Hollywood Boulevard, enter the Twilight Zone, test your lightsaber skills, eat in a drive-in movie theater, and more. Disney's Hollywood Studios is where the movies come to life. Circa. Love the world you live in. We'll help you explore it. Lights, camera, action. Disney's Hollywood Studios is all about entertainment, showbiz, and the golden age of Hollywood, baby. Time travel back to the 20s, 30s, and 40s, be backstage to see how movies and TV are made, be blown away by shows with Broadway-level production, and immerse yourself in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, an out-of-this-world land featuring Star Wars-themed attractions, entertainment, and more. In this episode, we're going to go behind the scenes. Ready for your close-up? Welcome to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios was originally opened under the name Disney MGM Studios in 1989. Construction of the park had only begun two years earlier in 1987. But when Disney learned that a rival park with a similar theme was in the works, they put the plan into hyperdrive. The rival park was, of course, Universal Studios Orlando. 
The park was originally designed to host attractions, animation facilities, and a backlot with active sound stages, films, and TV productions, much like Universal Studios in Hollywood, California. Disney partnered with MGM Studios so that it could access a large library of films to use in the design and construction of the park. But the relationship between Disney and MGM wouldn't remain a happy one. On January 7th, 2008, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that Disney MGM Studios would be rebranded as Disney's Hollywood Studios. The decision was influenced by the fact that the licensing agreement with MGM had expired and MGM itself was undergoing changes in ownership and financial difficulties. This change reflected a shift in focus from the original concept of a working studio, which Disney MGM Studios initially intended to be, to a theme park celebrating the entertainment industry, including movies, television, and popular culture. It's now home to attractions, shows, and experiences that highlight the magic of the movies and the entertainment industry. The original dedication to the park, given by Michael Eisner, who was one of the original visionaries for MGM Studios, reads as follows. The world you have entered was created by the Walt Disney Company and is dedicated to Hollywood, not a place on a map, but a state of mind that exists wherever people dream and wonder and imagine, a place where illusion and reality are fused by technological magic. We welcome you to a Hollywood that never was and always will be. A Day at Hollywood Studios The main entrance of Hollywood Studios is a replica of Hollywood Boulevard lined with some of the coolest shops in Disney World, trust me. Some of the boutiques have clothing you can't find anywhere else. It's kind of like Magic Kingdom's Main Street USA, but Hollywood. At the far end of Hollywood Boulevard stands Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, a dark ride on the Runamuck Railroad that tells the story of Perfect Picnic, starring Mickey and Minnie. It will feel like you've stepped into a cartoon. It uses special 2.5D technology, which means that instead of using traditional 3D glasses, you'll wear 3D glasses with no lenses, which creates this experience that combines physical sets with 3D visual effects. It's thoroughly charming and great for all ages. One of my favorite things in Hollywood Studios, maybe even all of Walt Disney World, isn't a ride, it isn't a restaurant, it isn't a show. It's the Citizens of Hollywood, a live street performing troupe of entertainers who make up an interactive parade that runs down Hollywood and Sunset Boulevards. 99 handbooks walk into a bar. Bartender says, get out, we do not serve handbooks in here, get out! And the handbook said, oh, come on, we paid the cover. (laughs) Characters like director Francis Flute, starlet Honey Darling, Italian actor Alberto Dante, and so many more perform skits full of hilarious improv, full of so cheesy they're good jokes, and pull in innocent bystanders to join in on the show. 
Finding them always makes me feel like I've struck gold. They usually perform in the morning and early afternoon, but you can definitely check your time guide or the My Disney Experience app to see if there are any scheduled times. They disappeared post-COVID, but have resurfaced occasionally, and it is rumored that they will make a full comeback soon. If you're strolling down Hollywood Boulevard, take a right on sunset and you'll see the looming Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. While there are Tower of Terror rides in some of the other Disney parks around the world, the very first version opened here in Orlando. And until Expedition Everest opened at Animal Kingdom, this tower was the tallest attraction in Disney World. In fact, you can see it looming from outer space. I'm just kidding. You can see it looming from Epcot and some neighboring hotels, too. The first time I saw it, when it opened in 1994, I thought it was a real hotel and was actually relieved we weren't staying at such a creepy-looking place. That's how believable it is. And it's creepy by design. The huge pink building puts you into an episode of The Twilight Zone. Inside a haunted elevator, specifically, you'll be treated to a bit of Twilight Zone atmosphere and some archival footage from the show, although the voice you hear isn't actually the original narrator, since Rod Sterling died a couple of decades before the ride opened. The line snakes through an old abandoned hotel lobby and boiler room before it drops you into an elevator shaft which will take you on a breathtaking drop from the top of the hotel to the bottom. At the top, if your hands aren't glued over your eyes, you get a great view of Walt Disney World. And say cheese, they are taking your picture. You're defying gravity, so make sure your bags and glasses are secured, but don't worry too much. You're strapped in and extremely safe. Riders must be 40 inches tall. Right next to the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster. A high-speed indoor roller coaster that invites you to Aerosmith's recording studio just in time for their show. But you need to rush through the LA streets to get there. Once you board your limousine, which is the roller coaster car, you'll go from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just a few seconds. Your heart will be racing. Just as it starts to return to a normal rate, you're treated to twists, turns, and upside-down loops, all to the tune of songs from Aerosmith's greatest hits like Walk This Way and Sweet Emotion. I never, ever want this ride to be over. It always feels way too short to me. Riders must be at least 48 inches tall. And just to note, several rides have height restrictions, so make sure you check the app if you have little ones that like thrills. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Toy Storyland reimagines Andy's backyard from the Pixar classic with comically large buildings and Tinker Toys the kids can play in all day long. It's also where you can meet Woody, Buzz, Jesse, Rex, and those cute little green aliens. The main attraction, Slinky Dog Dash, is a kid-friendly roller coaster that takes you on a smooth and twisty ride along Slinky Dog that also offers great views of the park. Slinky Dog is sort of this sweet spot between an intense thrill ride and a kiddie coaster. And as a result, the wait is often one of the longest in the park, along with Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which we'll get to in a sec. So if either of those rides are on your list, my suggestion is to go to the park as soon as it opens and hit them up first. If you're going to use Genie Plus to secure a lightning lane for Slinky Dog, try to book your reservation first thing at 7 a.m. That way, you'll have a good chance to make the other reservations after you clock in for that ride. Also in Toy Story Land, there are the Alien Swirling Saucers, a spinning ride where you board toy flying saucers and get whipped around while being pulled by the claw. Ooh, the claw. I recommend checking out Toy Story Land at night when it's all lit up. And while not technically part of Toy Story Land, I think it should be, so I'm going to say it here. Toy Story Mania is an interactive 40 ride that lets you aim shooters at targets and play games featuring Toy Story characters. In a galaxy not that far away, you'll find Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which will make you feel like you're a character in the bustling part of the Star Wars universe. On your way to Galaxy's Edge, you'll pass Star Tours, the original Star Wars ride that first opened back in Disneyland in 1987. Star Tours was first conceived as a ride called The Black Hole, but was shelved due to its enormous cost. And let's face it, who today has even heard of that film? But Star Wars, that was a different story. So Disney made a deal with George Lucas to redevelop the Black Hole ride with characters from a galaxy far, far away. When the ride opened, $32 million later, Disneyland celebrated by staying open for a 60-hour marathon and park guests showed up dressed in costume for the occasion. The ride used state-of-the-art technology, and if you're interested in the behind-the-scenes story, you should check out the Star Tours episode of Behind the Attraction, a show on Disney+. In 2010, Star Tours underwent a major renovation, and in addition to a new pilot, you can now experience as many as 60 different story combinations, so you can go on the ride many times and never fly the same mission twice. Continuing into Galaxy's Edge, you'll find two attractions. 
Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is an interactive ride that lets you step aboard the Millennium Falcon and take on one of three crew roles, pilot, gunner, or engineer, to complete a mission. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance puts you in the middle of a battle between the Resistance and the First Order. If you're at all a Star Wars fan, I suggest you hit up Rise of the Resistance as soon as the park opens, or book a Lightning Lane reservation at 7 a.m. It's one of the best rides in all of Disney World. Book your reservation early for Ogus Cantina, a watering hole serving up Star Wars-inspired drinks like Jedi Mind Trick, Yub Nub, and Jet Juice, modeled after the Moe's Isley Cantina. Drinks aren't the best in Disney World, and the snacks are an interesting attempt at alien-inspired dishes, but the atmosphere more than makes up for it. For grab-and-go food, there are good options at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. You can purchase Star Wars merch in Galaxy's Edge, including custom lightsabers at Savi's Workshop. Now check the Disney app, you might need reservations to build a lightsaber, droids at the Droid Depot, and clothing, toys, and collectibles at shops scattered throughout the land. The cast members at the Doak Ondar's Den of Antiquities will let you test out the vast collection of lightsaber replicas that look and feel just like the ones in the movies. You can even meet Rey, Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, Stormtroopers, and more wandering around. Hollywood Studios is known for its entertainment, including Beauty and the Beast live on stage, Muppet Vision 3D, a frozen sing-along with live actors, and while I have noticed that the little boys and dads get particularly pumped about the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular, my mom and I love it too. Cap off the night with Fantasmic, a beautiful open-air nighttime musical full of stunts, pyrotechnics, water effects, and appearances from Moana, Elsa, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast, The Lower Mermaid, The Lion King, and Mulan. It's a lovely way to end the evening. Just note, while there isn't really a bad seat in the house, it's a bit of a hike to the open-air amphitheater, so give yourself a bit of time before the show. Tips and tricks for Hollywood Studios. All in all, Hollywood Studios probably has the least interesting food of all the parks, so don't set your expectations too high. But there are a couple of great and quite popular theme restaurants that you'll want to look into just for the experience. Note, you'll need to book Sci-Fi Dine-In, 50's Primetime Cafe, and the Hollywood Brown Derby plenty far in advance. You can find more advice on Disney Hollywood Studios restaurants in the Eat Here episode in this very guide. My absolute favorite thing in Hollywood Studios is the citizens of Hollywood. If you hang out around Hollywood and Sunset Boulevard midday, you are bound to bump into these improvised comedians. I wouldn't waste my whole day looking for them. They can be unpredictable. 
But if you do happen to see a little truck driving down the street packed with old-timey Hollywood actors and actresses, stop what you're doing and get a front row seat. Trust me. I also love walking from Epcot to Hollywood Studios and back. It's about a mile, and on a nice day, it's a really stress-free way to get around. You can also take the Disney Skyliner between the two parks. You'll have to make one easy transfer at the station at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Just follow the instructions, it's easy. It takes about 20 minutes and gives you some beautiful views. And just FYI, the Sci-Fi Dine-In is one of the coolest restaurants I've ever been to in my entire life. I get excited just thinking about it. My perfect Hollywood Studios day would definitely include that. And that's a wrap on this episode all about Disney's Hollywood Studios. Remember to check out the other episodes in this guide for information about the other parks like Animal Kingdom and Epcot, as well as all the delicious and legendary things there are to eat in Disney World. I'm looking at you, turkey legs. Check the Circuit app for more maps and lists and more info on all the places I told you about in this episode, as well as the other Circa guides to places like Iceland, Los Angeles, Costa Rica, and so many more. Circa, love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it. <laughs>